1: B98.5's Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5.
2: Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle the bugs and the critters. It's 525. What's going on, Kara?
3: Imagine being in high school and getting a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to show off your skills on a big-time level, but not being able to go because you can't afford to. Mm-hmm. There are 170 students at Ola High School in McDonough that have gotten the chance to go sing at Carnegie Hall next June. And this is huge. Millions of choirs try to get this opportunity. When I say it's like a once in a million thing, it really, really is. But due to the cost of getting everybody there, it's about $1,700 per student, they just can't afford it. So they're trying to raise around $350,000 to get everybody over there before, and there is like a crazy time limit because they have to either accept or pass on. So Carnegie can make that offer to another choir if they're not able to make it. So one choir member is really reaching out and hoping that we can help them raise this money.
0: There's an old saying that it takes a village to raise a child. Whether you believe it or not, you are a part of that village. And this little bit, you have no idea just what it can do and what effects it'll happen. Somehow.
2: Money, I'm assuming, is to
4: fly these kids it's there. It's for
3: airfare, the lodging, the transportation to and from the hall, and you know, food and all of that stuff. So, so if
4: you want to help, what can we? What could somebody do? They
3: do have a GoFundMe account up right now, but if you're uncomfortable with do you know doing a GoFundMe mm-hmm. thing, you can also donate directly to the school. So, we'll have all of that information up on the B ninety eight point five Facebook page if nice. you want to check it out.
2: I never got a chance to do anything like that. Drex, did, did you? Because I'm wondering if they maybe have like a pay to play kind of thing where I can sing my alto, soprano. <laughs> you would solo. pay.
4: You said you're saying you would pay your own way.
2: Pay my own way. If. Maybe throw in a couple of extra bucks to be able to join the high school choir. Are and you, sing at Carnegie uh, Hall. Are you
4: allowed around?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, they would have to. I, Carnegie Hall is a big place. They could have me 500 Separate feet away from yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> All right, check this out. This is really cool. Oreo is going to be in town next Friday from 10 a.m. to 9 a.m. over at Atlantic Station with a giant slide.
2: No, that does not make sense. Ten a M to nine PM?
3: Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Ten A.M. to nine PM. <laughs> Drex and I were
2: just like we were like excited so that our excited hearts
3: were dashed.
4: I was like, just, if they're going back, it uh, was Michael J. Fox, can they be here <laughs> No, I'm
3: sorry. But okay, so they're trying to get down to business and find out what people think is the perfect amount of delicious stuffing. So that's the reason there's gonna be multiple slides. That's how you're gonna make your vote. You can choose thin, original stuff, double stuff, mega stuff, or the
4: most stuff.
2: What what, what do we what do you mean slides? What like a slide? Yeah, like you're gonna slide down.
4: Yeah, you take a, like Wait a bank, in? like a bank teller, like you would just pick your window. Yeah, you slide down the slide. Yes, and is you it, are is your it, vote. Is it covered with the creamy filling, or no. do you get oh a gosh. package of Oreos after the slide? No. Lots this is lots of. I don't questions. think so, but yeah.
3: I, I'm sure there will be out there, you know, giving away some more. Well,
2: we have to get the details on this because one involves. Um, Eating delicious Oreos, but what you're describing involves a great amount of exercise: climbing up the stairs, choosing slides, oh sliding gosh. down. And There's if,
4: core. If anybody goes down the thin stuffed slide, yeah, they're a terrorist. So rest them yeah. immediately. Exactly. Well, th- That's bad. Yeah, they're not going. I'm not going.
2: I'm not going down that slide. Yeah, I would just be embarrassed. Oh my they're, gosh! They should eliminate that slide. That, yes. that shouldn't even be agreed. If you're doing that, you shouldn't even be eating. <laughs> b ninety eight point five eighties nineties and now good morning it's tad hey drex hey good morning Kara good morning uh let's get provocative here. What is it drex
4: All right, so a thousand people were asked what their favorite band or favorite genre of music is, and uh out of like the thousand people that are asked, like nine hundred of them basically named a band or a genre of music that they liked. Uh, it, it took place when they were around the age of thirteen. Thirteen. So you were thirteen years old when you kind of discovered eh, what my favorite band is, what my favorite genre of music is.
2: Okay. So you asked us each to select mm-hmm. the song that really kind of like was our favorite song, basically, sure. from when we were 13, thirteen years old. Yeah. So right. I
4: added. Uh, I had. it was born in nineteen eighty three, and so that means it's nineteen ninety six. And this song was very popular and, and kind of shaped what I enjoyed. Tad. Okay. <laughs> Joan Osborne, you remember? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so young.
3: Love this,
4: Love this song. That
2: was
3: the jam back then. Yeah.
4: So like I liked her and like Sean Colvin, uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, mm. I mean, you love those
2: ASPCA commercials. Every time it brings you back, doesn't it, Lilith?
4: <laughs> Lilith Fair, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I
2: mean that
3: shade. That's all.
4: <laughs> you're full Lilith. A full Lilith. Yes, Kara.
3: So when I was thirteen, it was 1993, and every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, you would find me at the roller skating rink. <laughs> I was a quad speed uh, speed skater, but I skated on quads, so it wasn't the inlines. It was the like four, the full four, the full yeah. four. And uh, the 69 boys in Deuce was...
4: Oh, my gosh.
3: Me and all my little friends, 13, and our Daisy Dukes doing circles at the Sparkle Skating Rink.
2: Very, very impressive. <laughs> you are uh, I can tell that these songs, I can tell because I don't want to stop hearing them. Like, I just want to play the whole song.
4: Uh, Ted, so those are great. Ted, you're going to go last because you said you had the best, probably the best Absolutely. song. Absolutely. Uh, you're going to do, do better, be better than that?
2: The, uh, one of the top songs that defined my entire life that was huge when I was 13 years old.
5: Drinking rum and cold
2: Just kidding! Oh my gosh, you <laughs> jerks. What is that? That was rum and Coca Cola. The Andrew Sisters,
4: 1944. Oh, <laughs> stop! I'm, I'm just you born in 31. No, I, grew
2: up, I mean, I'm sorry. Of all of us, like I grew up in the best era. When I was 13 years old, just to give you a sample of things that were on the charts. Aha, uh-huh, take on me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. should I? St- we built this city. Should I stop now? Wow. but this was the song I think that like this was my favorite song and my favorite band when I was thirteen years old, hands down.
5: Wake me up, before you go, go. Don't leave me hanging like on Wake me up, before you go. go. I don't wanna miss it
2: when you hit that <laughs> Wake me up Joan Osborne and whatever Ooh, people that you were listening enamored, to yeah. there were Learned their craft
4: from George Michael and Andrew Ridgely. Oh, yeah. 69 boys were really inspired by George (laughs) Michael. Why, why, why?
1: It's Todd and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5.
2: Brought to you by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning. 623, what's going on, Kara?
3: If you have a tween or a teenager in your life, no doubt you've seen it the renegade it's a dance that's gone viral on tiktok and instagram but it was actually created by 14 year old fayette girl jalia Harmon. now she recorded herself doing the sick moves last year put it up on instagram and then celebs and the internet influencers made it go viral but it hasn't been until recently that she's been getting the credit for her choreography
4: why is that
3: I don't know. I mean, I guess these influencers kind of took it and made it their own, and oh. now they're saying, "Oh, well, we got it from her."
2: But still, like Lizzo does it, so oh, look that's everybody. A, I mean, does it's it. cool.
4: It, can you describe? Because if I'm thumbing through my social media pages, can you describe like what the Renegade looks like a little bit, so I know when I'm thumbing through, like, oh, okay, they're doing that. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I wish
3: I could, but like, it's too complicated for me to even get there.
2: What we've done though is you can go to the Tad and Drex page at okay. p 985com and I I'm not sure if it's the original video, but it's her doing the dance but with her, her friends, yeah. so you could see well, it at the OJ.
4: Well, is it, uh, my question was is it more is it like a wobble or a cupid shuffle where it's like a step dance or is it a choreographed like no, it's routine? a cor- it's okay, like a yeah. choreographed
3: routine. Okay. It's difficult, and for her to only be like 14 years old and working on these moves, that's her original choreography. Like. Okay. That's It's kind of a big deal. I'm just
2: glad to see the kids have moved on from flossing, hopefully not flossing their teeth.
3: Hey, that came from a local kid, too. Did it really? Oh it yeah. Oh, wow. The backpack kid. kid. Yeah, it's from like Doraville or something, okay. I think. Well, I mean, okay, more so, like
4: Boraville. <laughs> oh. My
3: gosh. So where do big-time comedians go to work out their new material?
4: There's like a couple small places in L.A., like the Laugh Factory or something like yeah. that, right?
3: Yeah, they do local open mics, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you love Kevin Hart, you might get the chance to hear some of his new stuff he's been working on for an upcoming comedy special at the Laughing Skull Lounge in Midtown. Now, it only seats around 85 people but he'll be doing anywhere between like 65 to 70 shows over the next few months and he's hoping by the end of this he'll have his full hour-long comedy special worked out so wouldn't that be cool to kind of like be in the audience and get to test out some of these jokes well
2: now that the word is out that's going to be impossible to get it's
3: going to be a hard ticket right. anyways before the word was
2: out but
4: i didn't Wait. realize he did that much prep
2: Really? <laughs> i know yeah, well like- you've
4: seen the finished product That's what I mean. Like you, (laughs) I've seen the finished product with Kevin Hart, and it's good. But like, it's not not sixty or seventy shows good. Oh (gasps) God! It's it's just just okay.
2: This is great for the laughing skull, though, because it's like, they the word gets out, Kevin Hart might show up, and now people are just going to be, because it's not announced, like it's not tonight, right. Kevin right, Hart, right. there's right. no marquee, it's going to exactly. be like, right. maybe yeah. he'll show up tonight, yeah. so, I mean, just night after night, he'll probably never show up, <laughs> and they'll just be like, ladies <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen,
4: Tad, let me, oh, oh,
1: no. She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Jasmine and Marietta. I'm here. Why don't you
2: go ahead and kick her out of the studio?
3: Hey, Kara, can you get out the studio? I'm out of here, Jasmine. Good luck. Thanks.
2: Going into this morning's competition, Kara's record is 703 wins to only 23 losses. Oh, man. We're going to ask you five pop culture questions. If you answer more right than Kara, you'll win 100 bucks of her money. If she answers more right than you, she wins. And all ties go to the house. You ready? I am. Question one Pepsi's holding a contest where you can win a diamond ring made of crystal Pepsi. <laughs> True or false? Pepsi also makes Mountain Dew. question two 90 years ago today scientists discovered the planet pluto at disney pluto is whose pet dog number three a metro atlanta chick-fil-a employee returned nine hundred dollars he found in the store to its rightful owner what does chick-fil-a what do the employees say when you say thank you my
5: pleasure
2: number four a new bachelor spinoff show called summer games going to debut in july what's the name of their other spinoff show that's shot in mexico
0: Bachelor in Paradise.
2: Number five. While the Boy Scouts of America is filing for bankruptcy, the Girl Scouts are rolling in dough. Literally.
4: Yeah, cookie dough. Yeah.
2: The Girl Scouts were founded in what Georgia city? Uh, Atlanta. Think about the Cookies. Let's bring Kara back in.
4: Uh, all right, Jasmine and uh, Marietta, you did okay. Well, hold on, hold on. Kara, hold on. Shut the door real quick. Did that fi- uh, Jasmine, did that final question come to you? Wasn't no. my clue good? I don't know, because that doesn't make sense There's to me. There's a cookie that's named after the place oh, in Georgia, is. I believe. Okay. All right, let's bring Kara in. I think we gave Jasmine enough time. <laughs> <laughs> Kara, the number to beat is two. Jasmine got two right. Okay. Oh.
2: Same questions, Kara. Number one, Pepsi's holding a contest where you can win a diamond ring made of crystal Pepsi. True or false, Pepsi also makes Mountain Dew.
4: That is true. It is true. Jasmine said false. (sighs) Kara, you're up one to nothing.
2: Number two, 90 years ago today, scientists discovered the planet Pluto. At Disney, Pluto is whose
4: pet dog? Mickeys Yeah, Jasmine said goofy a dog owning a dog it I just said weird. that.' It might be a little weird. <laughs> All right, carries up two to nothing. Question three: a Metro Atlanta
2: chick-fil-A employee returned $900 he found in the store to its rightful owner. What does a chick-fil-A employee say when you say thank you?
4: My pleasure. Yeah, you've got Jasmine on the board there. It's three to one. Kara's up, though.
2: Number four, a new Bachelor spinoff show called Summer Games. going to debut in July. What's the name of another spinoff show? They have one other spinoff show that's shot in Mexico. It's my favorite. Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, that
4: was leading the witness,
2: Tad. I Not appreciate at all. that.
4: <laughs> Kara, you're up uh, four to two. Jasmine got that right.
2: Number five, while the Boy Scouts of America's filing for bankruptcy, the Girl Scouts are literally rolling in dough. Cookie dough. Mm-hmm. The Girl Scouts were founded in what Georgia City? Oh, I don't know. My clue was think about the cookies. I believe there's a cookie. Then, then I'm gonna mark Kara wrong. Go ahead. Savannah. What is the cookie test? Savannah smiles. Oh, all right. So you were right oh, on. Yeah, yeah, Savannah is the city. Very good. Oh, I know my Girl Scout you cookie. Know your cookie. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I've never heard of that cookie. Yeah. Final yeah. score is four to two. Kara, very impressive. New record. 704 wins and just 23 losses.
3: Ooh, Sorry,
2: Jasmine. It's okay. I guess I'm not smarter than you today. You're 80s, 90s, and now. It is a very lonely, confused feeling to be the only person that knows about a Girl Scout cookie.
4: Is it like, because there's some shame involved, Tad? Well, I just don't even... I'm perplexed.
2: Okay. Like, I think... I, I don't know if it's a regional thing. If, But I knew about... We were just on the... You know, on, on Are You Smarter Than Kara. And I... Was like you? You had a question where the Girl Scouts were founded, mm-hmm. and I said, "Think of the cookie. Think of the cookie." And I'm like, nobody knew what I was talking I was like, about.
4: Treyfoils, New York. Never right. heard of that place. Thinmints, <laughs> no. There's Thin- Thinman's, Thinman's, Utah, which no. is a nice place.
2: So the cookie in question was Savannah Smiles. Mm-hmm. Kara, you were like, no, they don't. You were like, they, they, don't they don't do them. They don't exist. I
3: was on the website. They were not there.
2: So I'm like, how am I the only person to know about Savannah Smiles? Is it because I enjoy Savannah Smiles,
4: or was there some sort of like fiction going on in your mm-hmm. head?
2: <laughs> right. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm so even real confused. Cookies.
4: <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what is that Russell Crowe movie where like he thinks he's a spy, but he's not? B ninety eight point five. Hello. Good morning. Hey, uh, you're talking to a Girl Scout mom
5: here. My name's Amanda from Peachtree City. Yes. And. I want to let you know, they don't have Savannah Smiles. They discontinued them last year.
4: Okay, so they were a thing for a little while then. Okay.
5: They were. They were a thing for a little while, but they discontinued them, and this year the lemon cookie is called a Lemon Up. It's crunchier and zestier.
2: I love it because I was very upset when you said they they discontinued them because that was a refreshing lemon taste (laughs) that could only be found in that cookie. Like, you don't usually get that refreshing a feeling from eating a cookie.
4: How is your your daughter doing so far this year? I've
5: actually got two of them. I got a Daisy who is killing it. She knocked out 300 boxes in three days. Oh, my. And then... My older daughter, she's just
2: starting her booth this weekend, so we'll see. Is the daisy going to help out the older after? I mean, you got a young salesperson in the in the house.
5: <laughs> Probably. She's pretty cute, so she did a good job pulling folks yeah. in that way. Aww.
4: Have you guys thought, because you see the pictures going around, like the, some Girl Scouts will set up in front of like a frat house during a kegger. <laughs> yeah. and it's brilliant. You guys have any strategies like that?
5: Uh, so far, we've been doing a good job hitting up the restaurant across the street from a church
1: when
2: they let out on Sunday service. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, this is oh, like just raceless.
1: <laughs> Fishing a bear. Oh, yeah. Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Megan in Gainesville. Yes.
2: Trying to safely take a left turn. <laughs> Will you kick Kara out of the
3: studio? Bye, Kara. Bye, Megan. Good luck. Thanks.
2: We're going to ask you five pop culture trivia questions. While Kara stands outside the room, we'll bring her back in, ask her the same questions. If you answer more, I right think Kara, you'll win 100 bucks of her money. If she answers more right than you, she wins. All ties go to the house. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Question one. There's talk that the Summer Olympics in Tokyo could be scrapped because of the coronavirus. Where were the Olympics held in 1996? Oh, wasn't that in Atlanta? Number two, eight-year-old Blue Ivy Carter has never produced music but has one million followers on Spotify. Who is Blue Ivy Carter's mom? Beyonce. Question three, Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd are producing a comedy TV series. This is the first time they've teamed up since Anchorman. What is the Anchorman's name? Ron Burgundy. Number four, NASCAR driver Ryan Newman walked out of the hospital. Hand-in-hand with his two daughters yesterday. Unreal. Name the race that his crash took place in.
3: Daytona 500.
2: Finally, question five. Harry and Meghan are officially going to step down as Royals on March 31st. As of now, they are still the Duke and Duchess of...
4: Sussex. Let's bring Kara back in. Meghan in Gainesville. You got all... Five right. Well Yay! done That's and very what you had to do. and, and rarely done at that too. So Kara, right. because Megan got all five right, we're not gonna tell you if you were right or wrong until the end. Okay. Woo-wee.
2: Same questions, Kara. Number one, there's talk the summer Olympics in Tokyo could be scrapped because of the coronavirus. Where were the Olympics held in nineteen ninety-six? Here, Atlanta. Kara's gotta be very careful because if she utters the wrong thing, just over. she can't correct herself. Yeah. That's the rules. Number two, eight-year-old Blue Ivy Carter has never produced music but has a million followers on Spotify. Who's Blue's mom? Beyonce. Number three, Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd are producing a comedy TV series. It's the first time they've teamed up since Anchorman. What's the Anchorman's name? Ron Burgundy. Number four, NASCAR driver Ryan Newman walked out of the hospital hand-in-hand with his two daughters yesterday. Name the race where his crash took place.
3: Daytona 500.
2: Number five. Harry and Meghan are officially going to step down as Royals March 31st. As of now, they are still the Duke and Duchess of...
3: Sussex.
4: Super tough oh. questions today. Meghan and Gainesville got all five right, but Cara got all five oh, right
3: yeah. as well. Yeah.
4: And all ties go to the house because Cara <laughs> puts up 100 bucks of her own money. Cara, 705 wins and 23 losses.
3: Great game, Meghan. <laughs> Thanks, you too.
4: B98.5,
2: 80s, 90s, and now... Hi, my name is Tad.
4: Hello, Drex. Good morning. Hello, Kara. Good morning. Uh, Tad and Kara, I have a question for you. Please. Where did this obsession with outrage come from? Huh? Mm. Doesn't it seem like people are just waiting for any shred of injustice? Oh, yeah. To
2: just pounce? Oh, you see it. It's not even injustice. You see it on Facebook. People yes. pounce on happy thoughts. Mm-hmm.
4: Someone has to do something. Tell you who that someone is in just a second okay got an email uh, from my daughter avery's teacher on tuesday and it was talking about the play the class play that's coming up on friday the logistics and costumes of what needs to be worn and the time and all that So be
2: a production of
4: uh, the three piggy opera duh
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> hello
4: Uh, So that email comes out, like, Tuesday evening, and I see my wife get it, and I see her start to get a little anxiety, a little frustration. I say, what's going on, babe? What's wrong? She goes, "Well, it's like the last day of winter break, and the play's on Friday morning, and I just get this email, ah, she starts freaking out.
2: This is a list of things that your daughter needs to bring in, or what is on the... Yeah, it's
4: like, what, uh, you know, what shirt you should wear under the costume, what shoes, what time to be there. It's a... fairly obvious easy stuff but your
2: wife has to go shopping that's where it's like she's like i have to scramble to maybe, get maybe
4: maybe not well so I, I come in on wednesday morning and at 6 30 a.m another email from my daughter's teacher and that one start at 6 30 in the morning like you got to figure mm-hmm. that's right. an early email to be sending say so like hi i really appreciate all the feedback from everybody regarding setting up for the coming up play <sighs> So she, uh, my daughter's poor teacher, must have just gotten lambasted, burned at the stake.
3: Oh gosh,
4: for what? For sending out the email with the logistics just the day before. I could imagine parents were just bombarding her with emails and frustration and anger and outrage. Tad. okay, what was the teacher asking the parents to do? What, what was it? At, what did?
2: What was on the list? Uh, what, it, because it was obviously putting people
4: out. Was it really though? Like, that's what I'm saying. I think people look for just the smallest injustices, and then they create this outrage. What happened to having a little bit of grace? Mm. You know, dealing, focusing on things that really matter, bigger picture issues. And obviously the teacher, maybe she did something wrong. Maybe she sent the list of what was needed for the class play a couple days late, but Give her a break. Wow. Don't, don't wear her down with emails. She's trying to teach her children. So with that said, someone's got to do something about the injustices. And that, who's that gonna be? You're looking at him, Tad and Care. You're looking at him dead in the eyes. He's got a plan and he's ready to go. Oh, you have a plan? Oh, is it is it not obvious by now what my plan is?
2: I think that you should just maybe let the chips fall where yeah. they may. That would be my recommendation. (laughs) Like, obvious, you're not sending an email. You're not part of the problem. And I would say, if multiple parents are sending emails and complaining, if it was one, okay, that person's a loose cannon. But if it's multiple, then it's probably something that needed to be
4: addressed. Well, a lot of the parents sent emails back to the teacher, like, we're just getting this three days before. Ah, I can't handle it. Yes, you can. Calm down. Everything's okay. You can make it work. You got three days. So the teacher sends out an email like, oh, I've heard feedback from everybody. Sorry about this. Someone's got to stand up for our teacher. She she doesn't need to be filtering all these emails. She needs to teach our kids. So here you are as a dad. You're yes. not
2: involved. You didn't send an email, but you know right. that this happened. You're getting emails. You can just sense what's going right. on Absolutely. here. And that She's taking a lot of guff for asking for people to do anything.
4: Right. Are you ready for my solution? Yeah. It's time for someone to step up. And stop this. Filter these parents from getting to the teacher. And you're looking at him. His name is Drex, (sighs) the parent sheriff.
2: Drex P. (laughs) Renner.
4: The parent (laughs) parent, sheriff. How are you going to work
2: that? How are you going to become the sheriff of parents? Yeah. So I'm
4: going to sit down all the parents in my daughter's class and say, you will not be speaking directly to the teacher anymore. You will send all comments and concerns and questions to me. I will filter them based on necessity and not ridiculousness. And then if it is real, if it's a real issue, then I'll forward it on to the teacher. If you send me something stupid in First World Problems, uh, I don't even know like what I could send back, like cat memes or something. We can get into that later. And
3: what happens when said parent is like, this guy can kick rocks, I'm going to go talk to the teacher anyways?
4: It's a direct violation. I'll uh, oh. work with the administration to somehow... Uh, punish that teacher. Maybe there's some sort of an incarceration or like uh, suspension. I don't know. We can get into that incarceration. later. Incarceration. Yeah. You,
2: um, how are you, so you're going to get these parents together. When is that going to happen? You're mm-hmm. going to gather them at your
4: house, like from a logistical standpoint. We'll probably have like a, like an assorted variety of like gourmet brunch options at like a Panera Bread. Oh. And we'll have a conversation. we won't be a conversation as much, much as it will be like. Like, I'll be dictating. Don't you
3: this, think a group chat
4: might be a little easier? Yeah, we
2: can tell that Drex is really yeah. uh, into this because he's spending his own money at this point. Right, exactly. this is serious.
4: We're clogging up my daughter's teacher's inbox with a bunch of crap that doesn't really matter. Let the teacher cheat teach. I'll handle everything else. This is not going to be a, a democracy. This is going to be a dictatorship. And I'm in charge. Game does, over. Does this
2: happen mm. in real life or just in Drex's mind? Like, do do schools, do teachers have... Are there parent, are there den dads or like a class
3: dad class or a class dads? parent or classless
4: dads? I don't know if there's a like a room <laughs> dad, but there's always the, a room mom. And I don't know if we have one. If not, it doesn't appear that she's doing a good job. And I don't even want the rube dad title. This needs to be bold. Drex, parent, sheriff.
2: Parent, sheriff. Ooh. Done. It's I'm very happy. progressive you. Mm-hmm. A progressive of you to think that you're going to be the first like, you know, Class dad.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Don't say class. It's not class dad. Class- it's a class dad who has democracy and is friendly and talks and talks problems out. his parent share, we're, we're not going to do that.
2: Okay, I've changed my mind. I'm for it. Why? Thank because you. I want to hear about all the problems that are going on in your kid's class. You're going to bring them to the show. You're going to be more frustrated. It's going to leave you less time to bother He's us. He's
3: essentially making himself the Homeowners Association president. Right.
4: Uh, yeah, agreed. And, Ted, I'm glad you're on board because, remember, I talked about the Panera meeting that I'm going to have? I w- I'm welcoming like donations donations to my campaign. Oh no, no
1: <laughs>
4: donations to that? Are you kidding me? All right. all right, let's move on. Thanks
1: for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from five to nine a.m. on B ninety eight point five.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you.